happen. Welcome to the New York Giant Cast. I'm Harry and I'm with Jamie once again. How are we? It's been a couple of weeks, but we're back in the studio. Uh, mate, all good, you know. Sorry we couldn't do one a few weeks ago. We've been living up in Portugal, and I? But um, I'm back now and, uh, well, watching the Giants has uh, made me want to go back on holiday, I think, I tell you. But what do you think? It's uh, It's been eventful in it the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's one of them, like, we probably needed to beat the Seahawks to make it yeah. not look as bad. But in reality, the Seahawks outplayed us. I don't think anyone went into the Dolphins game expecting a win. Um, and I don't think anyone's expecting anything Sunday night either because it's a build. <laughs> and I think that, that's no, the I... annoying thing is, you know, if we'd have played, started like this, but we'd have played, say, we say we played the Commanders, say we've played the Bears, you know, and like, not to disrespect them at all, but like, you know, not great teams, and we're, and we're at one and four now, then I, I feel like there'd be a load of reason to moan. I don't actually think there's a lot of reason to moan at the moment. I think we've been very unlucky with injuries. We've had a tough schedule and we're coming off a season where everyone now thinks we're well beaters just because we made the playoffs in our first season under Dayball. Yeah, no, I do agree in, in to a degree, mate. I think I think the problem we've had is that there's been a few games where we kind of, I think personally, we should have maybe done better. Like the Seahawks game, for me, I went into it maybe overconfident, but I really thought we had extra few days rest. I mean, we went into it, they had to travel and I thought we had a, near enough, I know we had a few injuries, but I thought that we're similar level to them, I thought, in, on paper. And I did expect us to do something. But, I mean, look, that drive where intercepted it, the game could have changed if we got a touchdown there. But we're making too many errors. Um, but, yeah, looking at the schedule as well, we, we have had a tough schedule. So, I mean, I don't... The problem is, I don't know, maybe I'm being a bit down at the moment. I don't see much optimism in this team at the moment. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to get excited when your team just constantly loses and... You don't ever sort of that's that be that's the main problem for me at the moment. There doesn't seem to be any fight or get up and go about the team. I can take losing a game, but when you just feel like you're being bullied and there's no there's not that extra effort, that's when it gets on my nerves. Yeah, like you and that's how it felt the last couple of like, games. Yeah, you saw with Daniel Jones chucking the iPad and like having a row with Dave. Well, not really a row, but it didn't it didn't look right with them two against Seattle. And look, I know, like you said earlier, no one expects anything against Miami. I thought actually, to be fair, we played quite well against them to a degree, but. I think quite a lot of Giants fans needed that win against the Seahawks and that would have brought optimism optimism back and we'd have felt all right, you know, if we'd gone into this get Buffalo game two and three, we'd have been all right. We wouldn't have bothered if we lost that game two and four. <clears throat> then we've got some games coming up which are winnable. But to to play at home this season and be so bad, like the Cowboys game, not even score a point, Seahawks literally hardly ever score a point, get battered really, apart from that one drive. And then yeah, it's just it's a bit of a shame, really, because I did go into this season as we both did with optimism, but at the moment it's just uh, it's draining me every Sunday. Yeah, it is tough, and it it's just I, I don't know what exactly is at reason. Everyone will speculate and try and make reasons why the Giants aren't playing well. I don't actually know what it is at the moment because we didn't lose any amazing players over the off season. If anything, I think we made our team better. So, it, I think it's a mixture of two things. I think, number one, we've been unlucky with injuries. I think, obviously, having Barkley, Andrew Thomas, you know, Daniel Jones going down last game. Then you've got the situation of, OK, we are actually playing some decent teams this year. Like, last year, outside of our division, who did we actually play that you thought, yeah, they were good sides? You know, apart from the Vikings, maybe, that body would have been it. Um, yeah, no, I So, this year, we, I mean, we have, we've started with a really tough schedule. We never beat the Cowboys so that's one. We then beat the Cardinals. 49ers haven't lost in fucking donkeys. 
So we never beaten them. Seahawks, that was the one where I, I feel like we maybe should have won that. And I think that's why it looks so bad now because we haven't won that. And no one expects us to beat Dolphins or Bills. So it, it, the best scenario was ever coming out of this first six games was two and four. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just think, I know, like you said, we haven't lost many players, but I don't know who to blame. For me, it's the O-line not protecting Daniel Jones. And I think Evan Neal has been a massive flop for me. I don't, I don't see any optimism in that guy at all. I think he's an absolute flop. I, I hoped he'd work out and I've got, and then he's kind of criticising the team as well and the fans. Like, for me, he's got to be, he's got to go soon. I, I've gone off him massively. Um, Daniel Jones is just getting sacked after sacked. And he's, to be honest, when he's had the time, is he making good throws at the moment? Probably not. He's missed a few easy ones. He threw that interception when he had a bit of time. So, I think, yes, he's under pressure a lot. Like, 50% of the time, he's under pressure. But, he's still got to do a little bit more for me though and I think the wide receivers have got to be open more well I had a quite a good game on Sunday but the rest of them they're just not doing anything are they? No I think yeah this O-line to callback situation is kind of weird because look I at the start of the season I said Evan Hill's going to bounce back this year he's going to have learned a lot and he's going to come out good he's not really amazing but he's going to be a good offensive lineman to have in our team he's got worse he's actually he's got, worse, got, he's, got he's worse than last season and that shouldn't happen in your second year as an NFL player. Yeah, you can have dips in form and stuff, but you shouldn't get worse as each game goes on. And he literally is just getting worse. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that 10-second clip against Dolphins, where he literally, his manager runs right next to him yep. and just gets to Darren Jones straight away. Um, so, yeah, the O-line are to blame. The O-line 100% still isn't good enough. And then I don't know who I blame that on anymore because we keep dra- drafting an offensive lineman, keep signing offensive linemen to get and improve our team. But there's no, there's no change. And then surely this is on, you know, the offensive lineman coach and the staff and people drafting people in and the, the way they set up. It's, that's, it's got to be at some point on them as well because keep bringing new players in and they're still not working. No matter who we have there, our yeah, quarterback's going to get sacked. It's got to be on the scouts, isn't it? You know, we're all, these scouts get paid a lot of money and they watch all the videos and they go and see the players. But whatever they're looking for in an offensive lineman, it don't seem to work for the Giants. Like I think, like you said, every year we seem to draft one or at least know what we've got to improve and it's just shit it's just it's just awful like Ed, don't get me wrong when we drafted Evan Neal I was buzzing I think a lot of all the fans were I think we all were I think we all were happy with that he looked a massive good prospect and so I mean you can't really blame him on that however like the first year okay he's a rookie well give him a bit of time he lost a bit of weight on the off season gained a bit of whatever he was doing a bit of muscle when he was he said he was in great shape well, it just looks he looks worse if he's good, if he's even in the shape he's in. He's just an absolute clown. Um, so, I mean, I just don't know how we're going to improve this this year. I mean, we're probably going to lose to the Bills on Sunday. And then, I can't remember who we've got afterwards, to be honest, but we need to get a win or something on the I mean, board, especially at home. Because at home is a problem. Like, away from home, I think we play with a bit less free, a bit more freedom at home because, you know, there's, there's not really any expectations away to anybody. Maybe the Arizona game we expected to win. Anybody else you play away, you know, we'll take it or leave it. But at home, we've got to start getting results because if we get the crowd on our side, then I think the team starts playing better. But at the moment, it's hostile again. And if the Giants is hostile, it's never and ever a good sign. You know what? It's not even, we don't even have to win every home game. We just have to show that we are the home team. Be on top. Exactly be, the, be the better team. You lose a game to a good team, you lose a game to a good team. Like Dolphins. We were never going to be Dolphins. But at least at points in that game, you can go, yeah, we actually did try. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, one of our touchdowns is a 102-yard return from, from Pinnock and our offence weren't actually that great. But 
At least you could see we were trying something against the Dolphins. The games before that, even against the Cardinals when we beat them, didn't wasn't impressed at all, like in any points of these games. But yeah. then like we go back to the offensive lineman situation. It's also partly now on Daniel Jones. Because mm-hmm. it, like you said, there has been times where he's had space and he's either the the throw is awful and it's just going up in the air, or he's bringing sacks on himself. I mean, there was one against who did he get sacked eleven times against? Was it Seahawks, wasn't it? It was Seahawks, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to forget him. But um there's definitely there might be more than one, but I could definitely picture one where the linemen actually do a really good job, but he just holds on for so long that yeah. eventually they just, one of them is just going to get there. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's him to blame as well. I think that when he's holding it for too long, what's he after? Is he after the are, they, are the wide receivers getting free for him, or are they not doing their job as well? So, look, I've, I have I did have a lot of time for Daniel Jones. I, I didn't when he first signed. I must admit, I thought it was a poor pick. Then he grew on me, and I've still got time for him. Hopefully, he can bounce back and show it. Like he has been when he's been hot, he's been really good. But this year, he's got to show it at home. Like the two home games we played, what we scored zero against Dallas. What did we actually score against Seattle? Was it seven, ten? I can't remember exactly. Seattle, I can find out now quickly. We didn't score many, did we? Whatever. So in two home games, we've got what one touchdown, I think. Seattle, just... Seattle, we only got three points. So, so we haven't scored a touchdown at home in, yeah. in two home games. That's just that's just poor. You can't you can't do that in the NFL. Like. No points against Cowboys, three points against Seattle. Against two defences as well, which look, the Cowboys' defence is strong, but it doesn't matter who defence it is. We could be playing the 49ers at home. I still expect us to get a touchdown, at least. Um, so that's just shocking. Like, even even Arizona and other teams have got... They, Arizona beat the Cowboys, for goodness sake. So if they can beat the Cowboys and we're beat Arizona, then oh, it just baffles me, mate, though, how bad we're playing at the moment. It really does. What? Can change them because look, let's. I think we're gonna have to skip past those because like we've probably got a one point five percent chance of winning this game, and there is no real expectation. So I'm not. Look, I don't want to get smashed like fifty nil or something stupid like that. But I'm I'm going into that game not expecting much out of it in terms of the scoreline wise. But yeah. what does need to change to you know? I'm just looking the fixtures up now after the Bills. I'm pretty sure it's Commanders. Who we got after that? Well, I think we've got to run the ball better. And then it's the Jets. We don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. So that turns into a lot easier game. Then it's the Raiders. They're not amazing. Then we go back to the the Cowboys. It's them three next three games, apart from obviously the Bills. Commanders, Jets and... um, Who did you say, sorry? Raiders. Raiders. They're three winnable games. I know the divisional game, but even the Jets are not strong. They're good defensively, but not offensively. You know, Zach Wilson's a, a clown as well. So, I mean, they're all winnable games. Um, I think we've got to run the ball better. So I know Barkley's been out and Braid has not done too bad, to be fair. And it should, we saw a little bit of light with um, Gay and stuff, didn't we? Gray, sorry. We saw a little bit of light with him. He did quite well. So um, we've got to run the ball because that's what Giants breeding is. You know, when we, when we used to be good, it was all about running the ball, big, big offensive line, blocking, the, making sure there's room for the runners. We need to go back old school and get that running game done. And then if you get, say, for example, five, six yards on a run play first down. Then it opens up a whole lot of options and it scares defences because we've got like Hyatt that can go deep so we could play a play action and he could be gone, he could go deep. And but at the moment, every first down seems to be minus yards and then you just you know we're going to throw it and then defensive knows it was going to chance for an inception or whatever. Um, so for me, the run game needs to be established a lot more. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we, we don't use the run game at the moment. That's, I think that's just primarily down to the fact that Barkley is... Obviously not fit. I don't. I don't believe that Dayball has 
the trust or faith in Eric Gray or Matt Brady to get a job done. Um, obviously, Matt Brady's never been a proven elite running back, and Eric Gray is only a rookie, so he's probably right in that sense to try and try the passing game more. But you're right, we, a lot of first downs at the moment. We we end up going second and thirteen, or second and twelve, or even just second and ten because it doesn't get complete, and we sort of shoot ourselves in the foot so many times with these plays. And then you just know what's coming on the second down, and then you know we're punting or we're going for a field goal. We seem to have lost all creativity from last year. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know how to explain what we've lost because, like I said, we've improved our team. So why has it gone so bad? Yeah, like the playbook just seems to be throw, 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 and look, we're all, it's a passing league. We know that, but we don't get any deep balls. We don't get flags on like deep throws. We never seem to get pass interference calls go our way because we don't. I don't know whether our wide receivers are strong enough to get that kind of um, get them flags, but I just want to see first downs, a lot more running plays. And then if we get the running plays, even if we get a couple of yards, it just gives us a bit of a chance. But throwing it every single first down and every single, then we miss and then it's second and 10. Then we decide to run it. We get a yard, third and nine. Then they know we're going to throw it. And then our wide receivers at the moment just aren't getting open enough or Daniel Jones isn't getting a protection. The O-line's shit. So, I mean... Yeah, we for me get the running play back in and get like when Barkley comes back in, he might play this weekend, but I wouldn't personally risk him against the Bills. We're gonna get battered anyway, so I wouldn't see the point of risking him. Um I'd wait for the commanders game the week after. And then yeah, maybe we might be better then. I think then like you said, them three games are crucial to our season because if we don't win any of them three games then you're tanking the rest of the season to get an early draft pick, aren't you? Basically, season done. Yeah, I mean, so let's just let's write off the bills. Just say we've lost that one. That'll make us one and five. So then, if we don't come out of it four and five, I think we, yeah. I think everyone will be in agreement we should tank because after that you have the Cowboys. I mean, you played the command. You could potentially you could go you could go to four and five against into the Cowboys game, lose that, go six and four and six already, and then beat the Commanders and Pats, and yeah, then you go six and six. So next six games really after the Bills, we could potentially win five. We're still in it, but if we only win one or two of them, then well, if we lose any of them three before we play the Cowboys, it's, it's season over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if we come out of these six games like three and nine. Two and ten, it's embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. We've gone from that good because we did at times last season look really good. This season, we've just looked like the worst team in the league, and I don't understand it because. But we didn't know in that third quarter against Arizona in the fourth quarter, we looked really good. But I just don't know. The confidence is gone. The fans are on the the, the team side already because I, I, it's, look, it's a hostile atmosphere. But if you're playing first quarter football, I'm uh, sorry, two games at home, and you're not scoring a touchdown, of course you're going to be on your back. It's like, you know, when we watched. Norwich, we watch Millwall. If we're not scoring in two games at home, it's just rubbish. We're booing and we're getting on our nerves. So it's just the same here. And we're and currently, I just don't enjoy watching us at all. I mean, like I said, the Miami game was one of those games. There's always going to be a chance of scoring a few points there because Miami is so open. But this this Buffalo game will probably just be yeah, thirty-one ten. We might get a touchdown and celebrate like we've won the the Super Bowl. But um, we've got to go into them three games: Commanders, Jets, and um, Raiders. And we've got to show some toughness and really, really start kicking on this season. Because before we know it, season over. And then what are we playing for? You know, fantasy football. I mean, that's all the fans are going to be watching it for, aren't they? So it needs to get a kick up the arse, these boys. Yeah, it's such a shame because we've done so well last year. And you think 
it's probably going to be Barclays last season based on how this year's going. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, you're going to lose Barkley at the end of the year, which means now you don't have an elite running back. You still don't have an elite wide receiver and half the fan base want Daniel Jones out. So, you know, it's, I personally don't want Daniel Jones out. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's come to that point yet. He's had a couple of bad games. Yes, he has. But he's also got a terrible offensive line. So, I don't think it's, you know, bringing Tyrod Taylor, you know, bringing, bring back Davis Webb or kind of, kind of crap. But there is definitely pressure on us next year because... I mean, you, you have to sign someone elite next year if you're going to lose Barkley. You can't, you're not going to make the playoffs without Barkley if you don't replace Barkley, whether that's a number one wide receiver or a number one running back. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, we've got to be honest, Daniel Jones is there for the next three, four seasons. He, they, we're not going to pay that money and drop him for Tywood Taylor. Like, it, he might, the odd game, of course, you might think, oh, do you know what? We'll I think they might drop him for Bills and just let Tywood play that game so they can get Jones back to full health. Potentially, because he did get a little bit of a knock as well, didn't he? So there's a, quite doubt there but I mean for them the three other games if if Daniel Jones plays crap against them three teams we said then yeah he's under pressure for sure because the fans are not going to like that then games no matter who we've got in, no matter who's quarterback with that team we've got we should be at least competing and having a chance of winning that football them football games um, and like you know we've did these previews at the start of the season we were both buzzing both thinking this was going to be a good year Daniel Jones number two quarterback in the NFC and we sound like absolute clowns at the moment, to be honest. But to be fair, we only went on what was last year and what we thought were good signs. Exactly, this year. exactly. And I just it's not like we, we know. It's not like we were, you know, third bottom in the division last, uh, third bottom in the conference last year, and we think no. now the bees knees because we've a couple of players. No, we was a playoff team last year, and we've improved we our were. team. And I just don't understand what's gone wrong because we've, like you said earlier, we've strengthened. We've not done well on paper. It looked like we strengthened, and the team's just in disarray. It's just. I think, like it's like we've said earlier, until we get a win against the team that's around us, or at least put and compete. Like if we play Commanders and we lose to a divisional, because we to be fair, we usually beat Commanders. Well, I always think we've got a, we have a good record against them. Always going to send games quite confident. If the team doesn't turn up against them, because they're not elite, let's be honest, they're not. They've got a good defense, but they're not elite. Then, then there's question marks can start to begin because I think the schedule, like we like you know, it's been tough, but. Daniel Jones has got to shine against the commander and the offensive line. Evan Neal's got to, well, if he's even playing for us by then, because <laughs> some of the comments he said, I don't know if you saw what he said, but I can't remember. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. You can't be saying that about yeah. fans. You can't do that. The one, per- the one thing you don't tell them is, is the fans, because the one- minute you get on the fans' bad side, it's just a never-ending thing. Every time you have a bad game now, they're going to come for you. If you yeah, keep your mouth like- shut, you can be annoyed at the fans, but keep your mouth shut. Because- yeah, the fans... Pans paying your wages, mate. You know what I mean? Like they're they're, they're paying your game. You, you're paying what I don't know how much is over there, but you're saying probably two hundred dollars a ticket, hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, like whatever. And um, you know they're selling out. Well, quite often we nearly enough sell out MetLife, and you know even the travelling fans that go to the away games, whatever, and they buy your t-shirts, buy you know your jerseys, whatever, and you're going to come and slag us off. Behave! Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, mate. It's 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 it. it... I wouldn't say it's got poisonous yet. I don't think it's it's gonna. It could get to that stage. I don't think it's there yet. I think the thing is, are we over dramatizing right now? Because, like I said, we lose, say we lose to the Bills, we go one and five. That's bad. But then we go say we say we go and get three off of Commanders, Jets, and the Raiders. That then puts us at a four and five position. We lose to the Cowboys, four and six. Okay, then we play the Commanders and the Pats before the break. We're now six and six. We're going into the bye week at six and six. 
We then played the Packers and the Saints. Two winnable games. We then could be eight and six going into week 16. We then have the Eagles, Rams, and the Eagles. So that, we could finish on a 9 8 record there. <laughs> I mean, that's, so, I that's very wishful thinking. I, I know. It. It's very wishful thinking. But I'm just saying, we have had a tough start to the season. We have, yeah. The teams yeah. we've lost to, we probably were expected to lose to based on, like, if we lost to the Seahawks last year and we got done twice against the Cowboys last year. So expected to lose against. 49ers are probably the best team in the NFC, uh, in my opinion. So we're going to always lose to them. The Dolphins, we all know how good they are. The same with the Bills. So we have actually, we haven't lost to anyone yet that you would think the Giants must beat them because they're worse than the Giants. No team we've lost to are worse than the Giants. Seahawks is a questionable one, but they beat us last year when we went to the playoffs. So. Yeah, I just think it's the way we've lost to them teams. Yeah, that, that, that's Dallas what I was saying. Game. It's not a result. It's not the scoreline in the game. It's actually the performance the players are putting in at times. It's yeah. just disgraceful. Some of them players out there, like, I'm convinced they're either trying to get day ball sacked or they just do not want to play football or they're no good at it. I don't understand, though, like, you know, to have the coach of the year last year, unless people have fallen out with Dable behind the scenes because of his, like, firm, good behaviour. Like, I like how brutal he is with some of the interviews. I like how brutal he is with the players. But, you know, maybe some people can't handle that. I just, I don't know what's going on. Even, like, videos I've watched and stuff and even, like, the training camp before the season started, everyone looked, like, really happy and the team looked like it was in a good, positive mindset. I'm not sure what's changed. I feel like, like you mentioned, it's not poisonous yet, but it could get really hostile, really bad in the next few weeks. And yeah, that'll be dangerous. We don't want that. No, I, and I think like at the same time, we all, all we all want to see is the Giants put in performances that, you know, we can come away from, win or lose or somehow tie it. Um, and we can turn around and go, you know what? We even got number one beat by the better team. Or number yeah. two, we gave everything we could, but we were just unlucky. You know, Are we home to the commanders? Uh, first one. Yeah, we're, we got two straight at home, commanders and jets, and then we're away oh, to the Raiders. Mate, massive. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're the ones, the home games. I know like Jets play at the same stadium, but so, but even so, you still, home games at MetLife, we've got to, got to put on a show. It's just a must, it's a must. If we get an early score, then, you know, the fans will be excited, the louder, you know, they'll start panicking. But, you know, I feel like if we get sacked in the first drive, the fans will be like, oh, here we go again. I think that's the main problem. The first after the first quarter, we're already sort of out of the game. We're even a touchdown or more behind. Yeah, it's like we, like that Dallas game, though, mate. You know, we we had a the first drive. We looked really good, and then if we could have scored, like I know what happened. I think Gano missed a field goal or something. But we we looked like we were really on the chance of getting an early score against Dallas. And so, like, oh, here we go. The season's going to be good. And then ever since that drive, it's like the team at home just don't have lost the bloody ability to even score a touchdown. I don't I don't understand it. It's just mental to me. But like you said, there is there is reasons to be a little bit optimism with um, some of them games we've got coming up. The boys just need to put in a performance. Because to be honest, if we lose them games and we lose by a field goal or whatever, it's not going to be the worst. I wouldn't mind. I'm, I, look, I hate losing as much as anyone. But it's just the performance on the pitch that I want to see a bit of effort from. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly it. I think... And when, uh, like last year, we went through, I'm pretty sure we went through a slog mid-season where we lost three in the bounce. Yeah. I can't remember. Seahawks were definitely in that, I'm pretty sure. I think we lost, we, lost, line, we, lost well, we? we lost a couple of games and, but you could see that we were still trying to do what we were 
doing before that when we were winning games. And every game last year, every game I think we lost, we always tried what we what works. For some reason, I don't know what's happened this year. I don't know if we've changed systems or the personnel has caused like issues in the way we play. But we just seem so lost out there. It seems to be no there's no like gel of like everyone seems to know what they're doing. It seems a bit very like, you know, they break the snap and then Jones is almost just hoping that someone's free. You know, the O line is just hoping that their man coming up against them isn't as strong as them or ain't as quick as them. It all seems very just we get a bit lucky. The amount of times I've seen this get some yards and thinking that was a lucky. There's one, I think, is it who brings it down? It might be Waller. He sort of brings it down with like in the middle of like his um, elbow crease. Yeah, yeah. And he just drops to the floor and it's like nice catch, but it's also a lucky catch. Like he's not, he's obviously meant to go with his hand, but he's caught it in there because he's missed it. And it's just little things like that. Like it just doesn't seem, if, when I watch other teams attack us, they just seem to know what they're doing very quick. They just seem, they already right. know what they're doing before they've even thrown the ball. Where we're sort of, Jones gets the ball and then it's right now, let's decide what we're going to do kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows their routes. I feel like we're not flowing naturally. It's just like, it's just panic stations every time we get the ball. Um, they're like, oh, maybe they've got no faith in the O-line. They think he's going to get sacked, so they're not even... I don't know what it is. I feel like every time I watch, like like you said there, some routes the players are running, it's just, it's not smooth. It's not... They look The defence looks all in control of every route we're running. And it's just... Yeah, it's just very strange at the moment. There's no natural uh, ability to the team. Now, look, when Barkley comes back, Maybe the confidence will grow a little bit. Maybe they've got no faith in the running backs either. But something, I think it's more behind the scenes and everything than going on with the team right now. I might be wrong, but it just seems like the players just aren't in a really good headspace with anything. Now, maybe that's because we're losing and they're getting frustrated at losing. But the schedule has been pretty hard and the teams we've faced, they're elite, really. Apart from maybe, like you said, Seattle. that we And obviously, we beat Arizona, but maybe Seattle. But... Cowboys blow hot and cold, but they have got a really strong team. And then, yeah, 49ers, Miami and, well, Buffalo, are, you know, they're, they're elite teams. They're going to be in the playoff Super Bowl picture by the end of the season. So, yeah, yeah something's got to change, but I don't know when. It needs to, like, if it doesn't change this week, it's fine, but it needs to change the week after. Yeah, this is just a football actually has come, had come to my head just now, so this is going to be dangerous. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, so obviously we start, we've started a really tough schedule. I'm yep. just thinking... If we'd have played these over the course of 17 weeks, at any point, say the Bills, rather than week six, whether it's five weeks, it's week 10, rather than, you know, Cowboys and opening night, they're like week 15. And they, these games were spread over. We lose every single one that we've lost. They were spread over. And earlier games were put in, like the Commanders was week one instead and stuff like that. Because obviously our record would then be slightly better. Well, you'd like to imagine so. But we would still lose these games eventually. So in some way, I kind of feel for the team because they've, basically been put under pressure because of how hard their schedule is. You think if you swap the Cowboys game and you play the Commanders then, then all of a sudden right now you're what, two and three? You'd like to think, you'd like to think you'd be the Commanders. Um, and you swap maybe, I don't know, you put the Jets game in for the Dolphins game, all of a sudden you're now three and two. Like, obviously it's only like hypothetical thinking because it's, you know, reality of it is you get given your schedule, deal with it. Um, but I'm just thinking, are the fans jumping so quickly and not realising that we've played... Bills and Dolphins are going to be fighting for a Super Bowl spot. You know, I know they've got the Chiefs and Bengals to fight off, but the reality is they're going to, they're, their team's expectation is to get to a Super Bowl. Yep. We've played 49ers, who they'll be expecting to get to a Super Bowl, and the Cowboys, who will at least be expecting to try and get past the divisional rounds. 
you know, that'll be their aim. Mm -hmm. So the only team we've played that really, you know, not going to be looking at any sort of like championship game or anything like that is the Cardinals, which we did win. So part of me does feel a bit, you know, sorry, not sorry for the team, I guess, just like I understand that, you know, when you play good teams, you're going to get beaten. And maybe it's a bit of a reality check that last year, you know, we thought, we was God's gift because we got to the playoffs in one season and day rolls this, day rolls that. It's going to take us to the Super Bowl next year. It's going to take us to the conference championships. Maybe this is a bit of a reality check that, you know what, we still are quite far off where we want to be. And this is just another stepping stone into the right, pro, uh, right position that we want to get to. You can't just jump from, you know, divisional t- round team that, you know, got swept against Philadelphia that night to Super Bowl contenders when that's not going to happen. We don't have the salary cap to start with and we don't have the player personnel already in there. So I do feel a bit like, you know, some fans, especially on online, are just jumping at the throat of the players, the staff, you know, find anything to just go at. When in reality, have a look at what who we've played against. Yes, performances haven't been great, but have a look at who we're playing against. We wouldn't have beaten the teams that we played last year, now, last year. So it's not the fact that, you know, we're playing crap teams. We're playing crap. We are playing crap. We're playing really good teams who are, whose expectations are so much higher than ours, which is why they're beating us. Yeah, no, mate, I, I totally agree with what you said there, to be honest. You've made a lot of good points there. I think that even last season, I didn't expect a lot. I know no fans did. And we've gone out of there. We've shown that we can fight. And that every game, we were probably behind last season. Not everyone, but most of them we were behind. And we won the tight games. This year, we're not even having tight games, you know. Um, I think, look, We've mentioned it earlier on in the podcast. Like these three games are coming up after the Bills, are where we kind of see where we're at. Like if we compete with them and we get three wins, then okay, the the the, the facts remain that we're not at elite level yet. We need to strengthen in the off season again. I don't know who we're going to get. Like obviously, we're probably going to lose Barkley. I mean, I think the one thing we could have done in the off season that we didn't do was try and get DeAndre Hopkins. I was a big fan of him or, or Brendan Ike, someone like that. I feel like we needed an elite more wide receiver. I know we got Waller and look, Waller's shown signs of being a really good player. I, I expected a little bit more, but again, that's probably the teams we're facing. I mean, we've got them three games where if he plays well, we probably play well, but I think the offseason, the running back sounds like we need to go and get a, a good running back and a good wide receiver, top notch, because they're, they're solid wide receivers we have, but they're not going to win us football games are not going to win us championships. Every team we've said, like, you mentioned there, Miami, Tyreek um, Hill, Buffalo got Diggs, you know, um, you know, uh, 49ers have got McCaffrey. They've got them elite players. Yes, we've got Barkley, who probably, if he's in them team, would be classed as an elite player. But I just feel we need to go into the offseason and have a good little look at this. Well, there, there might be an amazing rookie that comes out of there and we'll be like, wow, what a surprise. But I think we do need to spend a bit on somebody. I don't know who, but somebody elite to really make us next level. And I think we need an elite wide receiver that we can trust. Even if he's only like five, six, ten yards, something like that, that just you know he's steady, Eddie, he'll catch, but also he can make the big play in the end zone. No, exactly that, mate. And the, the thing is, Sunday night, if we do go and shock and beat the Bills, Monday night, everyone's say, turning around going, the Giants are back, Giants are good, good again. Yeah, we can play crap still, but win the game. You know, Josh Allen might just not turn up that night for a couple of picks. Yeah, it's very unlikely. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying the Giants are going to win. I, I do think we are going to lose them. Don't usually like to predict the Giants are going to lose, but I do think we are going to lose Sunday night just on the simple basis of the Bills. 
are that good, and we are in a bad run of form. So, but you know, if we go and shock the Bills, then all of a sudden we go to two, what would be two or four, and then you're going into three games where you know you're not no no NFL game is easy. No no team will look at an NFL game and go that's a walkover. Haven't even got to turn up for that with one. Every NFL game you have to play well to win the game. But then the next three games after that, you win them three, all of a sudden you laugh and you're five and four. Yeah, mate, I agree. Like, look, Buffalo are a very, very good team. Josh Allen is elite. But I watched the London game and they weren't brilliant. And I mean, Jacksonville, if we played Jacksonville, I'd fancy chances to give them a game. So, I mean, there were signs that if the defence turns up, we've got half a chance to get points to the board. I think that their defence is strong as well. But we could keep it low scoring. But if Allen and Diggs are on fire, then we've had it. You know what I mean? We've got to... If we can just make sure we can stop him, then, you know, there's a question mark. We might be able to get something out of that game because that part of me thinks they're going to want a big score after that bad performance in London. They're going to come back. The fans are going to be loud. You know, it's going to be a tough night at the office, isn't it? But keep it respectable. And then I think Giants fans will be happy going into the next three games. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. I know we'll do this final point. Go if you're Brian Dable right now, what are your plans for the Buffalo Bill match? But also, bearing in mind the next three games, which are more favourable for the Giants. Look, if we've got any injuries, for me, I know I shouldn't, I don't, you shouldn't agree to like tank a game at all, obviously, but I feel like you try to save the players as much as you can. If, if we've, We want to obviously win games. You, know, you want to go and beat Buffalo, but the reality is we're probably not at that level yet. I mean, if Daniel Jones has got a slight knock, you know, maybe start him off the game, but if he's if he's struggling, bring on Tyrod Taylor. Just give him a game, and then I think the fans were oh, okay. He's showing a little bit of bright spark there, and then the fans can debate what they want for the games after that. Barkley, he's coming back. I personally wouldn't play him against Buffalo. I'd maybe obviously he'll be on the trip. He'll be there. Maybe risk him every now and then, but I wouldn't play him at all personally. And then after that, then you play. Then you go to big guns. Then you've got that home game against the Commanders. That's when all your players come back. You get them all fully fit. It, as many injuries obviously as you can and then go for it I mean against Buffalo it's a free shot really I mean you can try and throw some deep balls try and get height involved try and get the wide receivers confident if you can get little throws to Hodgson Slayton Shepard Waller then it just gives them a little bit more confidence to get the routes better then you never know but I think we've just got to build some confidence to these players because at the moment I think their confidence levels are really low so if we can get a bit of easy throws a bit of quick yardage, get Daniel Jones feeling comfortable because Buffalo are going to come and sack him all night. I mean, they're going to come blitzing. They know what the pressure is at the moment on the oil line. So I think if we can keep it under 20 points against Buffalo, I'll be happy and then go full strength against uh, Washington the game after. What about yourself? This is what I'm doing. I'm putting Daniel Jones out there to start the first drive, whether we start on defence or offence. When, okay, like when he comes out to the game, he does the first drive, regardless of what happens. Even if we go 7-0 up, Daniel Jones comes out of the game, Tyro Taylor comes in. Oh, is... That's brutal. Yeah, but we rest him and then we rest other key players that we need to. And we just, if if they beat us, they beat us. It's a horrible way of looking at it, but it's more important to win the next three games than it is to try and beat Buffalo. If we 7-0 no. up, surely you want to keep him out there because we might actually cause an upset, no? Yeah, but if we go seven nine, chances on our defense is going to flop one and then we'll go seven nine <laughs> straight away. So hanging them out. Usually do. Yeah, um, yeah. I would. Yeah, Daniel Jones, one driving done for me. Let him rest. Let him 
get that confidence back that he needs. Yeah. You know, if, if you leave him out there and then he throws two picks, that's doing nothing for him. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see so where coming he from. comes in one drive, does one drive, regardless of what happens, whether it's a punt, whether it's a touchdown, whether it's a field goal, comes out of the game, seven, say it's 7-0, first quarter. Then Tywood plays the rest of the game. This is all agreed before the game. This isn't just like, like Dave will just calls him off after the first drive. <laughs> Tywood Taylor comes in, Daniel Jones, and then watches the game from the sideline so he can get a better view of it, what's going on as well. Bring off, if it gets like, you know, if it gets messy, say they're like 20 points ahead, start bringing your key wide receivers off. So just give like the, you know, the reserve wide receivers a run out with Tyler Taylor. Yeah. And, you know, worst case scenario, yeah, we get smashed up, you know, 50 to bloody 10 or something stupid like that because it was a free hit anyway. But then what you have going into the commanders and the next three games is a fully fit squad, which should beat all their three teams. Okay, I like it. But what I'll ask you, though, is if you take Daniel Jones off and then Tyrod Taylor produces an absolute miracle and wins the game, who's starting or does gets keeps us close and gives us a chance, who's starting against Washington? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, you know, it would depend on if he wins us the game because Buffalo are awful and we win it like 10-7 or something like that, then yeah. Daniel Jones starts against Commanders. But if Tyrod Taylor comes in after that first drive and throws two touchdowns, and it doesn't get intercepted, you know, maybe got one or two sacks because you know the O-line is still bad. Um, and he does really well, then yeah, why not? I know Daniel Jones is on the money, but you have to play the better quarterback. Whoever's playing better has to play. Now it doesn't mean it's a permanent fix because and look, we're speaking, you know, way too far in advance. I don't think Tyrod Taylor's gonna ball out against the Buffalo Bills personally. No. Um but yeah, if he, if, he play, if he plays well, then the, the salary and that, that kind of stuff doesn't mean anything anymore. You play your best players. Whoever's playing the best plays for your team. You yeah, know, that, happens, sure, that happens with Norwich, that happens with Millwall. Player you thought, oh, you know, he's getting sold in summer, he's crap, but then he comes in and starts playing well over one you think your key players, then you start him over that supposedly key player. That key player ain't playing well. Like For Millwall, Fleming got, got dropped because he weren't playing well. He's meant to be one of our best players. Got gets dropped. Put someone else. Oh, actually, he's, he's decent. Fleming's yeah. come back in now because he found a bit of form. But my point is that you know, just because these players are on this money, they're meant to be these big role players, doesn't mean they have to start every game if they're not performing. If yeah, anything, mate, it'll, it'll help them because you'll realise that you know the pressure's on. You don't play well, you're out. Yeah, yeah, mate. I totally agree. Um, yeah, can't say much more than that. I mean, like the team is there. I mean, we know what we've got when we play well. Now it's just getting this Bills game out of the way and really focusing on the next three games after that which you know I'm looking forward to previewing all three of them games because I feel we're going to have a lot of opinions going into the Commanders game but I feel like we've you know if we go from this Bills game we, we both know we're probably going to lose that game but I think the optimism between us is going to be a bit different going into the Commanders game for sure No exactly mate well look thanks for coming on again I hope it's not come across all demon game we do actually you know want the Giants to do really well just talking how it is at the moment yeah, exactly, mate. Hopefully in that next one, like I said, when we talk about the Commanders, we're going to be full of life and the one after that is going to be excited because we've got the win. Yeah, exactly, mate. Well, look, you have a good one, mate. And if, if you've been listening, thank you for that. Top man, Harry. Take it easy, guys. See you later.